Hi everyone, I'm Deja. I'm Liv. And you're listening to another episode of The Rebound Pod. Listening to Rebound Pod and you know we be giving you the Rebound Pod. pod. Listening to Rebound Pod and you know we be giving you the Rebound Pod. Oh, hey. We hey. are, yeah, we, mm, we, mm, we. Mm. Rebound Pod, we, we, we. We up, yeah, we, we, for it. For a hey, oi. Do you know I really wanted to join in, but I remember the last time you said you don't <laughs> like when I join in with your intros. So I was just silently shimmering my shoulders just because okay. I didn't want the smoke. Do you know what? It's not it's not <clears throat> it's not that I don't like you joining in. It's just I like me doing it by myself. Do you know what I mean? So it's not you, it's actually me in right. the best way possible. Do you know what I mean? Right, um, so you just like your own performance so much that you wouldn't like my contribution. Yeah, that's yeah, literally it. You're so understanding. Wow. Mm, um, can problem. I just can I just say like uh, everyone here knows that I'm you know a woman woman of the arts, um, yeah. and you know I do performing arts and obviously you know you do performing arts like now yeah, currently currently like, okay. active. You know, like if it was a profile, I would say active. <laughs> Um, and, you know, obviously, I um, got a Distinction Plus. I don't know if I've mentioned. Mm. I got a Distinction Plus 16. or Distinction Star um, mm. in BTEC Performing Arts mm. as, a, as a young woman. And I, um, <clears throat> I recently, those, um, those qualifications actually landed me a role in a project. Just yesterday, actually. Yes, so those of you that used to laugh at BTEX, yeah, actually, it's landed me a project, you know, 11 years later. And that's actually with uh, um, Football Chance Foundation, which you'll find in episode bleep. We'll tell you in just a moment. We will literally um, tell you in just a moment. But yeah, I, you know, I use my acting skills. You guys will see the product Football Chance Foundation turned five in September. They're Whoa. doing an amazing... Um, video project visual thing i don't want to give too much away um this is an exclusive 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 Exclusive. it's episode 57 for people who want to listen it takes a village period um yeah so um yeah my acting skills landed me um i I mean i'm not gonna say leading role um supporting Higher, higher 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 maybe like leading leading support (laughs) support leading do you know what i mean like yeah. I don't know if that's a thing. Do they not teach you that in performing arts? <laughs> that, that, that was not a okay, thing. Okay, and so today's uh, episode... <laughs> no. Don't be um, embarrassed. It's, it's a supporting role. It is a supporting role. Okay. Um, and, yeah, obviously, I don't want to give too much away. Um, but when the project does come out, I will I will share that on the socials so that you guys can see um, me being amazed. Oh, sorry. I mean, you can see the amazing work Football Chance Foundation are doing. Um, and you're not just going to look for my scenes, mm-hmm. um, which I will um, do a timestamp for. I mean, which um, I will share. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Can't wait. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the BTEC babes out there. Whoa, um, I had a BTEC in performing arts production. You yeah. I just feel like, don't you think that us guys like had more fun than the drama GCSE? Yeah, but I also feel like I don't know anyone who did drama GCSE. Like <laughs> at, at so our school. True. Wait. Like where were it? they? I don't know. Wait, wait a minute. But I don't, I feel like they probably did because I think you probably did, had actually. the choice between. BTEC Performing Arts and 
GCSE drama. Yeah. And I think probably because the BTEC was new, you were like, yeah, I'm doing that. And because I could shed my ass. I mean, because they did dance Was that as well. a module? <laughs> yeah, our shakery. Our No, because it was, because it was, you could either do acting and dancing oh, or yeah. acting and, and music. And How obviously that was, so, it's so hard for me because I'm a triple so threat. So hard. So it was so hard for me. It was so hard. I'm getting emotional. It was so hard for me to choose whether to do um, performing arts dance or performing arts music because I'm so talented in all three areas. I, it, I must have just done a nip dip do because everyone yeah. knows how well I can sing. Yeah, so. I think that would probably be it. Like, you probably just asked around, you know, yeah. and people just said, well, we can't even help you. It literally has to be a you decision because you're so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it went... Do you know what? Even you saying that, I think I can literally remember you saying that to me yeah, yeah, all yeah. those years ago. Um, so, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah. How come she didn't do performance, seeing as you're such an artist? Oh, no, I'm a creative. Oh, OK. Uh, like, I'm a higher level of creative. Okay. So, like, when you do the production side, you right. do everything. Like, right. From point A to point Z. Right. Yeah, not A to B. Do you see what I said? See, performance to production would be... A to B because you're doing you know you're seeing part of the journey but at, right. in production we were uh-huh. seeing A to Z oh okay yeah so we were doing all the management stuff behind so stage. you're behind the scenes in the scenes you are the scene I am the scene oh okay when people say and scene they're saying and Khadija <laughs> and oh, okay. Khadija yeah 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 Oh, I didn't know that. Mm, there's so many things you didn't know about me. <laughs> so many. Do I even know you? Did we just meet last July? I mean, how confusing for everyone at home. Oh, wow. can you imagine if that was a twist? That we, oh. like, we actually haven't known each other since we were 11. <laughs> we actually met last year. No, but you know sometimes that happens. You know sometimes you meet people, yeah, and you think they've been friends forever, and they're like, no, we met here, or we met yeah. and you're like, huh? Yeah. Like, I get that with couples. I think they've been together for like five years and they're like, no, yeah. it's been two and a half years and that's in a long time. But I'm yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, wow. Like you've really integrated into each other's lives well. You're literally, literally I can't imagine. Already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's cute. so cute. Can't wait for that to meet, be me and 104. Listen, bro, we're going to I was going to say change. we're getting dangerously close. <laughs> Living <laughs> dangerously. <laughs> You know, we're going to have to start doing monthly episodes or twice a year just to give me some more time. <laughs> Fucking hell, bro. 104 is around the corner. Yeah, that's cause. local still. Local. local. Yeah. Listen, so if we start switching up the amount of episodes, just know it. I need the time. <laughs> that's the real reason. That's the real reason. How are you God, though, honey? Apart from counting down the episodes until you meet your boyfriend. <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm a little short of exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's okay. Um It's not it's, though. It's not no, it's not. I don't know why I lied. I am quite excited for Christmas though. Oh um, I feel like I feel like even though I don't, I didn't take a lot of annual leave off just because I'm trying to spend it on prospective holidays in 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited for Christmas and yeah, I just, I feel like this year, God's willing, <laughs> we're going to be outside at Christmas. You know what I mean? We outside. We outside. But not even just outside in a club shaking ass. Do you know what I mean? I just mean like... Inside. Doing up Christmas market, like just yeah. like wearing a scarf, 
Do you know what I mean? I can't wear those anymore, but, you know. You can't wear scarves? No, because of oh, because the, the wool bubbly of my looks. Oh. What are you yeah, saying, Rapunzel thing? Get me. What are you saying, looks like, what are you saying the looks are the scarf? Get me. No, li- nearly. I mean, but <laughs> someone does need to make a looks-friendly scarf, though. Maybe microfiber in yeah. them, man. Maybe, just maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be really helpful, actually. Yeah. Um, mm. How are you, though, my love? I'm okay. I feel like the last week or so has been heavy, 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 yeah. And I again already ready, ready, miss Um that's a spoiler to the next conversation. <laughs> um but yeah, no, I this week has been heavy. I've mm-hmm. been losing sleep from a, for quite a few reasons. Work yeah. obviously being one of them, because who would I be if I didn't complain about work on the pod? Right. Um right. <laughs> But yeah, I'm also quite looking forward to Christmas. Like it's I feel like the year should be winding down now. It's not in terms of my work, but I'm really yeah. hoping for it. Like, I'm like, it is will. everyone just going to get really cold? They're not going to want to type emails to me anymore. They're going to leave me the fuck alone. Right. Let's Hasn't all manifest that for DJ, please. Let's, Thank let's you. do that. Let's manifest please. like a Microsoft Teams freeze, Zoom freeze, Ooh. some sort of like tech issue, maybe even Outlook. Oh, that would be nice. Um, that would be good. That would be really good. Did if you hear about... listening, if you literally. Don't claim it to us, but if you do it, thank you. you Did you hear about that little boy? Yeah, this little 10 year old or 12 year old black boy in America, Mm -hmm. and he hacked (gasps) into his school system system and would turn the database thing on and off so that he didn't have to do homeschool. Homework, bro. Yeah, and online homeschooling. And they called the whole neighborhood the army. No, they called the federal, like, police. That's so lit. That's so like, that is a genius right there. Like, and I think they said that he was going to some sort of gifted and talented classes now where he can learn how Sick. to code and use his skills for good because <laughs> how was it going on for so long and they didn't even know? Bro. That is hilarious. Nah, what a clever boy. What a clever... That's so Such hard because, like, how do you... And I know we've had so many episodes about parenting, but, like, how do you discipline your clever child that's using their knowledge for bad like how because there's one point where you're like so impressed like wow Mm. (laughs) you're really clever but also like damn that's really naughty but i don't really want to tell you off because that's really clever like yeah that must be hard to strike the balance i think you have to like respect the fact that they have sense because clearly they have enough sense to turn off the internet so you really have to sit down and be like your brain computes things like an adult or even like a computer so let's talk like adults and or computers no yeah 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 um this is not what humans do when we're being right. moral yeah compete right. yes um no, yeah but that true. must be really difficult to get that balance though like discipline but nurturing that must be difficult yeah that is crazy yeah. crazy um i wanted to talk a little bit about <sighs> two white men that have been mm-hmm. in uh in our culture for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one I will start with is our boy, Ed Sheeran. Yep. Um, so recently I've seen that he's been... Okay, no, no, let me not phrase it like that. So firstly, I saw him on Chucky's um, Half-Cast podcast a few weeks ago. And it's obviously like a big deal because Ed doesn't really... D- Although Ed is very much, like, ingrained in the culture, I don't really see him on, like, our media platforms unless it's, like, Wiley, you know, with a stick next to his head or stuff like that. Um, So it was, like, I loved that he was on Half Cast Podcast. Obviously, Chucky is, like, a sick host, sick podcaster, so 
the whole the way he facilitated the conversation was just like excellent um but yeah I, it was just so interesting to hear Ed's point of view as to like how he's one ended up in the culture and two how much he embraces it and basically he was saying that he's from so I'm not going to guess the area because I'm just being stereotypical of places outside of London that I don't know wow. but he is from not not from London Quay <laughs> yeah Quay 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 far there um and he was basically saying that he's just always really loved grime like he he in my head he was, you know, when we think about like grime artists now and how a lot of their um, media is like um, a lot of their music and stuff is loved by like random like white boys in these far away out of London areas. audience, basically. Yes, basically. Yeah. And Ed was one of those people that loved all these grime artists. Um, and so he's basically said the reason how he's ended up in the culture is because his own culture, not white people but in terms of like musically he mm. was like they don't embrace me he was like they don't like me and he was like this culture this like music community you guys embrace me did he say and why no i couldn't really i couldn't really gather i mean he said that when he would do um open mic nights with like songwriters and i don't really know what genre you'd call ed indie yeah that kind of yeah that kind of scene Mm. he said they just wasn't loving it and then he went to the sunday show um and um people at first were like who the heck is this (laughs) ginger guy with a guitar at sunday show like what the hell is going on um and then he said once he like kind of got into the song a bit more people were like hey this guy is sick and then so he would just go to a few more of our nights and he was getting embraced and everyone was showing him love and then that was it. And he Love was saying, that. you know, when Chucky was kind of questioning, like, um, about his part in the culture and how, you know, some people have questioned it and are you doing it to for a reason or for gain, he was like, I always try and... He was saying, basically, he always tries to get the balance right in yeah. that, like, he's never just... He doesn't disappear and come back and think, oh, I'm just going to work with this person for the sake of it. He was like... If I want them on my project, I'll always say, like, I'm, I'll do something on your project, which I think he's done with, like, Tion Wayne and a few other people and mm. stuff like that. And so he was like... Because Chucky was saying, you know, people think you might do it to look be cool or whatever. And he was like, trust me, I am not cool. He was like, look at me. I will never be cool, ever. Oh. He's like, he was like, people can say I do it for whatever reason, but he's like, one thing I don't do it for is to be cool because mm. I am not cool. And I was like... Damn, do you know what? He's right. Because He's I thought... something now. Yeah, I think the only reason people question Ed's integrity in terms of his involvement in the culture is because he's ginger. And he doesn't look fitting for yes. the culture. Because yeah. we don't... Obviously, it's a bit different to compare him to, say, H, for example, because H is making music of our culture. But if he presented like H or RD or... I can't really think of any other white people, but even Jack Harlow, for example, yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think people would question it. But because I think people think like aesthetically he looks out of place or he doesn't look like he belongs in the grime scene or anything like that or around those kind of people i think that's why people question it yeah but i actually respect him for not necessarily like 
wearing black culture as an mm-hmm, outfit and mm-hmm. like as a as an aesthetic because yeah. when you think about the Rds and the Hs, although they're making grime, they dress the same as the other grime artists. Yeah, and that's yeah. where the idea of like cultural appropriation and all that sort of mm-hmm, stuff comes mm-hmm, from. Because mm-hmm. anyway, the fact that black urban culture has been like commercialized now so it's not just our culture it's now commercial culture it's a whole different conversation yeah but yeah. i think the fact that ed still wears the same what looks like h&m yeah. hoodie and h&m <laughs> jeans and vans yeah. um and still looks kind of like an emo from school like <laughs> yeah. he, he does it what seems to be to me like unapologetically he's like this yeah. is what i yeah. look like yeah. it doesn't matter that i listen to grime like i'm not yeah. gonna go in like wear a cap and a tracksuit like i'm gonna and wear my jeans my and my hoodie yeah yeah yeah. So I, I respect him for that. Yeah, 100%. Um, and another person that um, has had quite mixed opinions about um, this week is, of course, White Yardy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, before we before we get into it, um, what are your opinions on, on White Yardy, DJ? Um, He's a White Yardy, isn't it? Like, do you know what? I think one of the things that, has frustrated me this week and like the conversation is mm-hmm. the fact that people really don't understand the difference between ethnicity and nationality. They don't understand and it's scary. It's the actually gaps are really showing. <laughs> yeah. Are so <laughs> them lessons that you missed in geography, this is right. when you would have learned it, bro. Like right. I'm PSHE and citizenship. Right. This is right. when you learn it. Right. There's even three lessons that you've quoted now. So where were you in any of those three guys? Come Can't on. have been bunking the whole time. Like how Come did it on. not land? So I think I like the fact that White Yardy exists and what he does because mm-hmm. he really shows that out of many one people motto oh, of Jamaica. It. Yes. Like yes. I don't think like people who are shocked when they see White Yardy talk have not even seen an Indian or a Chinese R- Jamaican right. person talk and right. that is when your socks will really be rocked. <laughs> okay? This is Telling a white me. man who was born in this country and was brought, like, raised in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. This man is not putting the accent on. If At you go all. to Jamaica, you will see people who, who look exactly like him, speaking yeah. exactly like yeah. him. You will yeah. see people, not just black people, who speak Patois. Like, yeah. some people who you think oh, they're surely just putting it on or surely they can speak the Queen's English. Mm-hmm. Why would they be able to? They were not raised here. <laughs> yeah. Like Literally. So I think, this week has really shown me people's ignorance. But I think mm-hmm. my opinions of White Yardy, I don't know if I have an opinion. I think he's funny yeah. sometimes. I don't follow him, but some of his stuff is mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. He's 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 a Jamaican man. Yeah. He's yeah. he's proof that out of many, we are one people. Literally. <laughs> and to me, it has been really scary the level of ignorance. Um, but I've mo to be fair, and again, this kind of shows, you know, the power of the echo chamber, I've mostly seen people correcting people but i haven't seen those comments so i've seen people say like you can tell the difference between people who never been to jamaica or don't know jamaica by some of you guys ignorant comments like i've seen those kind of comments Mm. um and i think you're right i mean i definitely like the the first time i went to jamaica and i saw just anyone that was i I can't remember if it was a white man or a chinese man or indian man but they weren't black Mm. speaking patois honestly i was scared that is mm. the emotion i felt i was scared mm. <laughs> a lot what were you scared, scared about <laughs> i don't know it was just it was to be fair i was literally 12 but like mm. it was just so bizarre i i don't think they were white it might have been a chinese person i think the first um, non-black person i heard speaking patois was a chinese person yeah and i was and I, like <laughs> i literally was like oh my gosh <laughs> 
I was like, they sound black. And then I was like, oh, no, DJ, it's not about race. It's their accent. But you associate Jamaicanness with blackness. And that's why you've associated right. their voice with blackness. Right, OK. Right. Cleared that up. Right. But so so do you see how easy that was for you? So what is wrong with the people here now? And the thing is, like, it is the ignorance. And I want to, like, I want to drag just for one second, right? Because them by the hem of their skirt. (laughs) The hem. Right. There's a lot of people. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. And you're going to agree. There's a lot of black people in living in England. Yeah. That say they're Jamaican. Mm hmm that aren't born in Jamaica, right? Mm-hmm. I'm one of those people. I put my hand out. Me too. Where you from? I say, I'm Jamaican, right? My mum was born in England. My dad was born in England. Remember when I used to lie about that, DJ? Because I was really embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. um, but my dad was brought up in Jamaica. He would probably say he's Jamaican. He would say he's Jamaican. And obviously all my grandparents were born in Jamaica. Now, up until the age of 12, I had never stepped foot in Jamaica. I wouldn't say that my upbringing was particularly Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Um... But I, I had a connection to that. Do you know what I mean? There are people that are in their 20s who are saying they're Jamaican, pr- speaking Patois, doing all this. Badly. Badly. Saying Midea. M- right. Meaning I'm here. Right. I right. mean, I'm there, sorry. Saying Bashment. Saying Bashment. Saying Bashment. Oh, my God. In the wrong context. Yeah, not we are having a Bashment party. No party. Not, not like that. Yeah. Right. But want to question whether White Yardy is actually Jamaican or not. You, but you, seventh generation, you, seventh, never stepped foot on at Norman Manley. Is that his name? Yeah. Norman Manley Airport. Sorry, because I got aggressive then. I couldn't think of the word. Um, <laughs> never. You've never, you've never flown over and thought, we're going to land in the water. You don't even know what I'm talking about. Bro. Right. When Bro. you're at the, right. When you're landing, the, the seatbelt sign is on, but you're thinking, I cannot see the landing strip for the airport. We're about to go into the water. <laughs> Those who know, know. You don't even know what I'm talking about. But it's uh, you that's saying, I'm Jamaican. And the other thing that's really, really annoying me, right, is, right, DJ, we are people that speak about cultural appropriation on here often. We speak about blackness. We speak about a lot to do with those topics, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to be able to draw a line, black people, between, like, I'll be honest, and this is mad, it sounds weird coming from me saying this, not every white person is appropriate in our culture, Okay. And that's fine. That's yeah. good. We'd love it if none of them were doing that. But mm-hmm. we cannot be trying to put Jesse Nelson and fucking White Yardy in the same bracket. You're being disrespectful. Why are you saying, so is White Yardy culture appropriating? White Yardy, it's not even culture appreciation because it's his fucking culture. Yeah. When I talk about Jamaica, no one says, oh, don't worry, Olivia, you can have the faux lots because that's culture appreciation. Mm. Bruv, it's my culture. Fro yeah. looks is a bad example. But it's my actual culture. Do you know what I mean? So it's not about cultural appreciation. It's my culture. And that's the same with White Yardy. People are just... It was just really ignorant. I was really annoyed. I think I think the thing that, <laughs> that Yinka said about clap, for, clap your cheeks for the white oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I, I will take some time to defend Yinka. I think it was... Defend and maybe criticise for a second. Mm. I genuinely think it was a joke. And it was a joke. You could tell it was a joke. Um, The only thing that I thought maybe wasn't great is that, like, 
Yinka, we're on Channel 4 now, babes. This isn't Instagram Live. This isn't Instagram comments where the people following you are within your social circles or people that understand and know you and get it mm -hmm. and will realise that you're bantering. You can write down Instagram comments. Even if it was yeah. her and White Yardy on live, you can say that and people will be like, lol, crying emoji. You're on Channel 4 now, so you can't really be saying clap your cheeks for the white man because it's going over a lot of people's heads and that's a lot of complaints. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So that was the only thing that I think was a bit like, oh, Yinka. But I don't think it was meant in bad taste at all. Mm. Um, to be honest, I just think the only, the only you know, bad guy really was was the, the boy that asked ignorant question. Was he um, British Jamaican? Do we know? Who even his, is he, DJ? Literally, nobody knows a thing. Because mm. apparently he's been bullied offline and like because of the messages that he was getting, which, um, you know, is mean. We don't want anyone yeah, to be bullied yeah, offline. Yeah. Um, but sometimes people, if you don't hear, you must feel. Right. And <laughs> if that is how you feel, because people are telling you the history of Jamaica and why people are of different ethnicities. Right. Then that's that might be him feeling. Right. Um, I also thought that the way that he approached the questioning was very self-righteous. Yeah. And I didn't yeah, like it. Yeah, it was yeah. very like, so when did you decide that you were Jamaican? Bro, decide. I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah. Maybe it was when I woke up and I was in Jamaica you know for I mean? multiple years and going to school in Jamaica. Do you know what I mean? And hearing the cock crow right. in Jamaica. Right. And going to right. the igloo on the side of the road in Jamaica. <laughs> right. Like, how many things ice cream Sundays in Jamaica? Devon House in Jamaica. Like how, right. how many things? Right. Honestly. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't like that. Obviously, yeah. We don't condone bullying at the Rebound Project. Isn't it so funny when the Shade Room say that? And it's like, bruv, you are the bullies. Like you literally post everything <laughs> to facilitate the bullying. Like what honestly, are you talking about? Honestly, you are the facilitators. You are the gatekeepers of bullying. What the heck do you mean? Honestly. Madness. Um, but yeah, big up White Yardy and Ed Sheeran. It's not often we're gonna hail up the white man. And can I hail up one more? I know Go with on. three. Whoa, um, <laughs> Maverick Saber. I feel like Maverick Saber. Him. Yeah, he's one of our mates, man. In it, she really claims him, him, and I love that. For her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He gives me urban white guy. Without the cultural appropriation accusations, right? right and I don't right. know how he's done it. I don't know if it's because he's Irish. I don't know. <laughs> I think it but is because he's, he's Irish. even got the short hair. He doesn't <laughs> yes. dress like a grime artist, but he just yeah. gives me good vibes, man. He's amazing. Have you seen? I think he. I'm trying to think. Is it one extra or? I'll find out. But he does something with Chronics. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched my, it. My mum watches it on loop, bro. Yeah, she loves same. it. It's I've watched it so oh, many times. Sick. It's so, so good. Sick. Yeah, he's And I just amazing. feel like when, when Chronix, like, endorses someone, like, I feel more inclined to endorse You're them. You're like, yeah, they're 30. Yeah, 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 I can endorse them. Although that might change soon, depending on things that we'll discuss in this episode. But, yeah. yeah. Um, right, should we get onto the Ice B? That means Icebreaker. Let's do it. Icey B. Icey B. Okie so... Can I ask a really silly question? Absolutely. You know Icey Free... Yeah. Like, is that a black man or is that just a black person? Like, are we IC2s? Oh, no, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> the number is the uh, race and, oh. I mean, ethnicity. Oh, my God. Not oh. me. <laughs> no, but it, it is race. It's race. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah. <sighs> oh, not you needing to go back to citizenship. Oh, my wow. God. Oh, not right. I'm not even going to out myself right now. People will be scared right here. <laughs> a lot of people will be scared here. Um... 
Okay, so I just want to say that this, this we're going to do a dance hall quiz. So I'm going to quiz you, DJ, just 10 questions. Mm-hmm. The average score for this quiz is 6 out of 10. Okay. And the difficulty is tough. Oh, okay. okay. And it's Can I played... just ask a contextual question? Yeah. What era of dance hall is it? Um, because kind if it's of, the 80s oh, and 90s, I'm fucked. It's more the 90s and the O's, but it's actually about the artist, not the songs as much. Oh, okay. All right. And I feel like you know... <laughs> yeah. You're going to be great. Don't worry. We'll whiz right... Don't you worry, darling. We'll whiz right through. Okay. 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 Um, okay. Question one. This artist also goes by the title of The Warlord. Is it A, Spraga Benz, B, Bounty Killer, C, Budger Banton, or D, Wayne Marshall? None other than the mighty Bounty Killer. I think Shush. it's Bounty Killer. Okay. Question number two. This artist starred as Biggs in the movie Shatters. Oh, I love is it, that movie. Is it A, Wyclef Jean, B, Spraga Benz, C, Kaimani Marley or D Beanie Man? I think it's Kamani Marley. That's a really nice name. Yeah, I love the name Kamani. Um, s- might have to add that to the list. <laughs> um, question number three: You can find this artist in remixes such as "Frontin" with Pharrell and Jay Z and "Move Your Body" with Nina Sky. A Sean Paul, B Shaggy, C Elephant Man, or D Vibes Cartel. Oh, fronting. I was just fronting. Mm. I can't hear a dancehall voice mm. in that song at all. And what's the first one? Um, Sean Paul. No, 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 sorry. What's the first song that they quoted? Oh, oh, oh. Um, move your body. Move your body. Move your body, girl. Oh, Elephant Man. Based on girl. what you just said. You gave me a okay. little hint there. Thank you. Damn it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, question number four. This group contains the artists Alistair McCalla, Rashawn Clark, Craig Thompson, and Xavier Davidson. Not the government. <laughs> the government. Wow. Is this A, Innocent Crew, B, Ward 21, C, T-O-K, or D, Scare Them Crew? Why? I mean, <laughs> I'm just going to say T-O-K because that's the only group What do they say I... again? Um, when you cry, I cry. Oh. I cry along with you when you smile. I smile. Hurry up and come back. Um, when the last thing mm, Sorry. Right. Because um, you know we won't stop. <laughs> we literally um, sing the whole song. Question five. This Portuguese, Chinese, Jamaican. Oh, did you hear that? <laughs> so right. many, so right. many ethnicities. Out of me- Only right. one nationality, though, right? Right. This Portuguese Chinese Jamaican artist helped jumpstart a dancehall surge in the US with a few hit songs in 2002. A. Elephant Man, B. Beanie Man, C. Cardinal Official, and D. Or D. Sean Paul. I didn't know Sean Paul was Portuguese, but I'm going to go Sean Paul. Okay, girl. Because it's absolutely not Elephant Man, is it? <laughs> it's absolutely not. Um, question number six. The songs We Ready and Nathro on the dancehall rock rhythm are lyrical battles and more between which two dancehall superstars? Elephant Man and Sean Paul, Kids Corrupt and Assassin, Beanie Man and Bounty Killer, Spragger Benz and Vibes Cartel. Ooh, what were the songs again? We Ready and Nathro. 
And what was the last option? Vibes and who? Uh, Spraga Benz. It's either that option or the one before. What was that? Who was that? Um, Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. Mm. I'm oh. going to go for that one. Mm-hmm. Only because the verses is coming into my head and I feel like they probably played that at some point if it was them. And that okay, verses was iconic. So we're going to go with that. Iconic. iconic. Um, question number seven. The energy god earned his name because of his large ears. Who is this artist? Beanie Man, Elephant Man, Hawkeye or Bling Dog? Beanie Man doesn't have It's probably pronounced ears. Bling Dog, sorry. Just to... Thank you for the clarification. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to go Elephant Man because mm-hmm. E, Elephant, Energy, Elephants have big ears. Yeah. Like, I've... I would have said him as well. Yeah. Um, question number eight. This rhythm was one of the hottest dancer rhythms of 2003 and 2004 Whoa. when Deidre and Liv were a mere nine and ten years old. Oh. Um, right, because I wanted to add that in, now I've lost my train of thought. 2003 <laughs> and 2004 <laughs> that were used in hit songs like Wine Up Yourself, Pride, Juk Girl, Juk Girl, Juk Girl, Juk Girl, Move Your Body, Feel All Right, Pull Up, Kolo, and other tracks. Do you was remember Kolo? Sing it. I feel like I know that song. It sounds familiar, but... I feel like it's by, like, um, uh, Red Rat or something. Maybe not know. Red Rat. It will come to me. Anyway, sorry, go on. Um, oh, I know the rhythm. Pande Kolo Kolo or something. I'm sure it's the rhythm that's... Shake that booty. Yeah, it is. Turn it around. Back that Okay, sorry. Is the rhythm <laughs> Diwali rhythm, yes. coolie dance rhythm, buzz rhythm, or copper rhythm? I think it's Diwali rhythm. I think it is. But hold well. on. It's either that or the coolie rhythm. I know it's something because that's when they were putting like Asian influences in everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the Diwali rhythm, I feel like that's Kevin Little has one or like Wayne Wonder has one on the Diwali rhythm. Um, wind up yourself, pride, jerk girl, move your body, feel all right, pull up, move your pull body, up. girl. Is it that one? Make the first mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go Diwali. We'll see. We got mm-hmm. the Diwali in them, man. It was Diwali Cheers. the other day, so let's just go there. Um, question number nine. If I were to listen to hit songs like Bookshelf, Oysters and Conch, and Toy Friend, then who would I be listening to? Beanie Man, Sean Paul, Mr. Vegas, or Capleton? Oh, definitely not Capleton. Um, I just really like, can I help you? Go on. I know, I don't know the answer, but... I, I was really excited. <laughs> I was like, hat, please. <laughs> I realised that Toy friend must be. She don't really need a boyfriend. She, she don't, don't need, need a boyfriend. Alright, my friend. Now, <laughs> yeah. Okay, can you give me the question again? Now that I know that. Okay, so is it Beanie Man, Sean Paul, Mr. Vegas, or Capleton? Beanie Man. Um, and question number 10 this dance legend was oh sorry this dance legend was murdered in January of 2005 who was this dancer Stacy John Hype Bogle or Kaiva Kiva Kiva oh I don't know and I'm sad that I don't know but I'm gonna go Kiva okay 
I don't know why. Okay. If you tell me I've see. got three again, I might vomit. Let's hope you've got the answers right this year. Um, okay. Okay, you got six out of ten, which is the average. So okay. I'm amazing. Okay with being average. Um, do we have the answers this time? Yes, we do. Whoa. Wait, what? Oh, I... okay. Go on. Well, you know, um, fronting and mm-hmm. move your body with Nina Sky. Apparently, the correct answer is Vibes Cartel, huh? which I think is a lie, but <laughs> okay. Fronting? <laughs> I've never. <laughs> Pharrell met Vibes Cartel. I'm so, I have so many questions now. <laughs> what do they talk about? Uh, oh, do like... you know why we're silly? It's not a feature, it's a remix. So maybe he just remixed their oh, song, but not on a permission thing. Get right. me? See, if it, if it was just like an illegal I remix, was, yeah. I would have said Vibes Cartel in a heartbeat. Oh, man. I was thinking official remix. But yeah. I've never seen Fronting, Pharrell and Jay-Z featuring Feet, Vibes Cartel. I've never seen Literally not in this lifetime. <laughs> And not in the next either. Um, okay, and then the next question was um, oh about the, the lyric battles between the two dancehall superstars. It was actually Spragger Benz and Vibes Cartel. Oh, we are not including Vibes today, and that is sad. I know. Um, uh, it was the Cooley dance rhythm, not the Wiley rhythm. Oh, man. Um, and it says it all started with Elephant Man's head gone slash wine up yourself. Do it like a genie, wind up yourself. Oh. Do it so easy, wind up yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I mean, there might be dancehall lovers listening to this and being like, DJ, you're singing all the wrong songs. <laughs> be like, no, And for that, no. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then um, the last one was Bogle. Oh. Oh. Um, not Kibai. It says Bogle, along with rival John Hype, were considered one of the best for new dancehall moves. He was a big influence on artists such as Elephant Man and Beanie Man. He was gunned down at a gas station in late January 2005. Oh, my gosh. Damn. That's so sad. Um, but well done. You got average. You got over half, which is amazing. Thank you um, very much. So big up your chest. Yeah, you should be, darling. Thank you. Um, and I guess that leads us straight into dancehall just in general and the fuck shit that has been going on the past yeah. week, week and a half. Um, yeah. Where do you even start? Should we start with... Um, well, yeah, where do we even start? Spice? <laughs> Let's start with Spice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, just as a disclaimer, this conversation is a very important one to have, mm-hmm. but it upsets me. As someone mm-hmm. who loves reggae and dancehall with all of my heart, one of our mm-hmm. friends from college calls me dancehall Deej. Okay? <laughs> this conversation is upsetting for me yeah. because it's a real, it's a reality of our culture that mm-hmm. I have tried to ignore for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spice announced on her Instagram that she was going to be performing at Toronto Pride next year, which is a huge move for dancehall. Huge Amazing, because. Yeah historically um jamaicans specifically people in the reggae and dancehall community don't support um queer people and let's mm-hmm. call it what it is they're homophobic yeah, so the yeah, fact yeah. that a dancehall artist like spice was going to be at that um at that event was a big deal mm-hmm. um 
so she announced it. Loads of people were happy about that, but also a lot of people were very unhappy about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of those people being Futter Hype. Um, and Futter Hype, I mean, I wish I could tell you who he is. I feel like he's probably, a, he's probably a household name in Jamaica somewhere, but not my mm-hmm. household, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> Honestly. So in his response, he said, in all my 20 years as an established product of Jamaica and dancehall and reggae, this is the first time I feel completely defeated, ashamed, embarrassed, weak, betrayed in my subconscious mind. I was confident that two people I would never live to see do this was Spice and uh, Bounty Killer. This now drives a serious fear in my consciousness that all hope is lost to submission to the devil. Um, has submission to the devil has become the new thing for dancehall artists, the new norm for our culture based on what we see is going on. Right, so I'm going to stop there because he's not using full stops. Um, But he's basically saying, he said, this is a big L for the ancestors of Jamaica and the music given to us by the almighty. Money has officially poisoned and crippled our industry. Will maybe this is a brand show anyway so he he's basically saying that spice by performing at lgbt at pride she is disgracing the ancestors and god who blessed us with dancehall um there was also another commentator um sizzler kalonji which is difficult because in my head he's my uncle so this was a hard one he posted a picture on his instagram and he scribbled on the photo and said, don't do the show. I'm not too sure why he thought that was going to be impactful, but he did. <laughs> and he said in his comment or his caption, we're not sell out. We're not hungry. Jamaica full of good food and very nice people. Our African heritage and culture is rich. And by that, I think he was saying, Spice, don't sell out and do this for money because we are Jamaican. We are rich and prosperous. He then also posted something on his story saying Jamaican artists already know that our indigenous music bashes against homosexuals and lesbianism. We Jamaicans bash bash against anything that is corrupt and misleading to our nation of people. Do not mix reggae and dancehall with your evil, nasty ways. No to guns, no to gays, no to lesbian, no to paedophilia, no to all what's wrong and going against our culture. Now, I don't even know where to start. It's, it's so, for me, yeah, I find it so mind-boggling and just disgusting and awful that people add paedophilia, just to go on just, mm. just that one last bit, yeah. when people liken paedophilia or compare paedophilia um, to being queer, mm. that for me I just think is the most disgusting thing you can do and I think yeah that that is just one thing that I just think is is disgusting and is misleading and inaccurate and incorrect Mm -hmm. and you're you're talking about something that is so immoral being paedophilia next to something that is people loving people Mm, which is a consensual act like it just i just that is just one thing that i just think is so disgusting when people do that Mm. um the thing that really bothers me is um the idea of bringing like the ancestors and mm -hmm, the -hmm. disgracing the whole of like the jamaican lineage into it because if i'm really going to be that person the reason why a lot of our countries are homophobic and have homophobic laws is not because of our ancestors. Right, right, It's actually right. because of colonialism. Yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, we're not yeah. actually disgracing them. We're actually disgracing the yeah. white man who enslaved us. So when you put it that yeah. way, 
should we not just be disgracing them every day? Every and day. If we're like, and that, and that's just being petty, but it is true. Yeah. Like that's where it yeah. came from. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, it hurts because, and we'll go onto the the sentiment of reggae artists in a minute, mm-hmm. but let's just stick with dancehall. Mm-hmm. A lot of dancehall artists who are controversial, let's say. Yeah who are criminals, yep. who hurt people. Murderers. Like, let's right. really be calling let's it really what it call is. It, like, as much as we want a free vibes, he's a murderer. Or he right? facilitates yep. murder. Pim- right, right, right. These artists are being supported, are still being supported mm-hmm. through the time mm-hmm. they were in prison. Let's talk about yeah. Jack Vibes yeah. Cartel. Yeah. These artists that preach badness onto people are being mm-hmm. supported and mm-hmm. uplifted by people. Yeah, yeah. No one would ever release a statement being like, the murder is is going against our ancestors yeah. and the yeah. idea of love in Jamaica. Out of many, yeah. we are one people. Murder is, it is, is leading us to the devil. It's evil. They wouldn't right. say that. Which, even though literally taking someone's life, it's quite a big fucking deal. Yeah, just, just saying. Yeah. So what really bothers me is that contradiction because it's like, mm-hmm. how dare you decide that yeah. killing yeah. people yeah. is less than actually being queer? And it's yeah. even um. Like, there's a dance song that says that they would rather be an R-A-P-E-R um, mm-hmm. than be gay. And then, actually, in a reggae song that came out not too long after, he says, one of, like, protege says, like, how, how can you say that those two as comparative things mm-hmm. as if they're related in any way? And, yeah, like, yeah. as much as, you know, they're just songs and it's just music, when you see dialogue like that happening... It, yeah it makes you realise that where people's mindsets are at, that they can make those two things related. And then the fact that actually an artist can come back and say that's actually not the right thing to do. Yeah. Um, But what we can speak about Spice's response, though, because I really do Mm -hmm. appreciate the fact that she did response cussing off for the (laughs) hype's clot. And me and Liv were out. And we were trying to figure out who she was cussing. We were in our phones, in the comments, everything. (laughs) And we managed to figure it out eventually. But, yeah. like, I'm just glad that she stood up for herself and wrote a yeah. statement. Yeah, 100%. And I think, again, like you said in the beginning, introducing the topic, it is such a big thing it, that Spice has, like, agreed and wants to host um, Pride in Toronto. I think especially, like, dancehall is... is is a genre that is embraced by so many people. Mm. And I know it gets lit in a queer community. I know there are so many it people does. that like love dancehall so much. So for them to know that like someone like Spice, who mm. is just a fucking dancehall icon, will happily and pr- like even f- to have Spice host Pride, a side of Jamaica's history is just lit anyway, because yeah. like she's not coming to fucking wireless. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's literally <Word>. Spice. <laughs> That's lit. Word. Um so yeah, for her to even be host headlining somewhere is already sick. Mm. But I think this the the statement that it makes that she is like happy to do so and wants to embrace all her fans because that's what it's about as well. Like I think what what people forget sometimes is like and kind of like what you were saying, DJ. Like you, the 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 homophobia that is ingrained in to the culture and the music doesn't stop you from it's like cognitive dissonance like you still love the music do you know what I mean it's still so I think sometimes people forget like you know you're the way how disgusting you're talking you know this is about your fans like you know there's people that love you people as an artist love the music and this is how you're talking about people like I just I yeah I just think it's so awful and I think like again like you said we hear it in the music and it is a case of like cognitive dissonance where we can kind of be like okay 
let me just not sing that part of the song or let me just not think of that but about that part of the song but I think when things like this happen it's really like wow no this is really how you guys feel mm. like and I think it's really different to like you know sometimes those drill or grime or trap artists that are talking about doing a madness but they don't really mean it like you're mm. not really about that life and mm. so I think sometimes it's easy to disassociate the lyrics and the artist. Yeah, absolutely. In this case, the lyrics that they're saying is literally what they're writing on Instagram. Like, we don't mm. see drill artists that are writing on their caption, I'm going to fucking come to your ends, bruv, and kill you. Like, they mm. don't, it's not, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not that plain. Mm. But I think this is an example of like, wow, that's really how you feel. Like, mm. what you said in that song, what you have people reciting in, in, in music and videos and stuff like that, you really feel like that. And I mm. think... What is scary for me as well is, and I always find this scary is like when people are out loud and homophobic. Mm. Like I think that there's a lot of ingrained in and internalized homophobia amongst everyone, but when people are homophobic and with their uh, chest, with their chest, and they're not eat like they're justifying it and rational like ra rationalizing it and and liken it to the devil and liken it to like actual criminal malicious acts mm. i find that so scary because it's so deep rooted they that's, actually believe it they actually believe it it's it's not it's not a it's show. more than yeah it's more than just a little bit of ignorance or it's and it's more than just like oh you can sit and have a conversation with that person and they think well, do you know what? I've never thought about that. that. Love is just love. Do you know what? Mm. Fucking hell, you're right. It's not that. It's so deeply embedded and ingrained that that's what scares me because it's like, how do we undo that? When you're talking about dance all being gifted by our ancestors and by do, like Spice performing, um, and obviously we'll go on um, to Jada and stuff, like talking about this and saying that you're like tainting dance all mm. and liking it with the devil, that's scary. It's so scary. That's scary. So, so scary. Like, and and I think it's really interesting that these people who who release such homophobia, they are they're insulted because they feel like by a dancehall artist supporting queer people, it reflects badly on them as a dancehall lover. But mm. they don't mm. necessarily see the people who are doing wrong as a bad reflection on dancehall yep. and yep. thus yep. a reflection on them. And I think that really speaks to the level yeah. of how deep rooted this homophobia is. Yeah. That yeah you don't care if someone's a murderer. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't care yeah. about that because yeah, they make yeah. good music. But as soon yeah. as someone comes out and says they That's like so the same true. sex or that they're just going to be an ally and go to... Yeah. You know yeah. what? Spice never came out, you know? <laughs> I'm what? telling Spice, you. Not, she didn't say nothing about coming out. Spice yeah. is just going to perform at Bro. Pride. Bro. Do you know how many Prides her music's played at? My first Bro. Black Pride... There was a whole dancehall segment. I was looking around. No, like, I love it. Like we like this too. <laughs> We're and I really out here because yeah. even some of them had like homophobic slurs in it. But they're yeah, still yeah. like busting a gun and, and singing yeah, along yeah. because that's the culture yeah. we've been brought up in. Yeah. It's very hard to disassociate that once yeah. that's been yeah. your culture. Yeah. Um, but this is the scary thing. Spice has not come out. Spice is a heterosexual Bro. woman. Bro. So you can only so. Earlier in the week, Jada Kingdom, who sings, You are my fruit, mm -mm. that banana, time to get loose, give me what you wanna. Olivia doesn't know the song, but she's dancing as if she does. Okay. Um, every, so every episode, you're just going to shem me. No, I just That's thought okay. we gave people the audio description sometimes, <laughs> of like what we're doing. 
just to bring them into... Yeah, we do. That's absolutely yeah. fine. Yeah. Mm, yeah, great, fine. thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Han, <laughs> for the content. Um, <laughs> but earlier this week, Jada tweeted and said that she came out to her mum as a lesbian two months ago. Mm-hmm. And her mum said, of course, like, I knew. Why did you think I didn't know? <laughs> and one, I love that. I love the mm-hmm. bravery. Um, I went on her Instagram the other day and she's been posting her girlfriend up and down. They're a very uh... cute couple. But I just think that the poison that has been um, mm-hmm. shared about Jada, about Dancehall, about Spice, mm-hmm. is it shows you how much work we have left to do. Yep. And I don't even know where to start. And this yeah. is why sometimes, just to segue to like reggae a little bit, mm-hmm. I feel a little bit more hopeful for reggae because of its associ- association with Rastafari. Mm-hmm. Because... The reason why a lot of people listen to reggae is for the spiritual, um, like, feeling and vibes it gives them, for lack of a better word. Those spiritual vibes and feelings are associated with Rastafarianism, which the ultimate goal is love. Mm -hmm. So when when reggae artists like Sizzler, I mean, I should... Like, you can't... Obviously, you expect it from Sizzler, but the fact that Sizzler is a Rasta and... When you hear homophobia from these big rasters, like these are big yeah, rasta yeah. men that are cussing down people, bunning people, and all of this sort of stuff, but yet they're chanting Rastafari in every in every other yeah, sentence. Yes, yeah, yeah. The hypocrisy for mm. me, who was brought up in a rasta family, is mad mm-hmm. because yeah. the thing that we're taught is to love ourselves, love others, and to love Africa. Right. Mm-hmm. So if love is the whole premise of yeah. why we exist. How are you taking those feelings of hate and allowing them to rule you like this? Yeah, That's yeah, what I don't yeah. understand. So yeah. earlier in the week, um, Leela... And okay. sorry, can I just sorry, add, on. you are bashing people that love each other. Like, yeah. it's to do with love. And are trying to love themselves when we're talking about, like, transness and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So the the idea of bashing that down is, is mad to me. Um mm-hmm. So earlier in the week, my girl crush, um, Leela Ike, who <laughs> has been my girl crush for a while, she released a string of very cryptic tweets. And mm. one of them said, my name is Leela Ike. I'm into women and I make reggae music. Amongst mm. others, talking about the fact that she was abused when she was young and so was her mum and her grandma, right? Yeah. Um, so when I saw that, as someone who is very heavily invested in reggae culture, and in Jamaican culture, I was genuinely worried. Like that yeah. night, the last video I saw of her, she was in a car and she was saying that people are coming after her and mm-hmm. have been trying to kill her that day, right? Mm-hmm. I barely slept that night because I thought, yeah. not only is this someone whose music I love, it's someone who is part of the same community as me and lives yeah. in one of the most homophobic countries in the world. Yeah. yeah. I hope this person's okay, was like yeah. the, the worry that I was feeling. And then... A lot of people were kind of saying, like, how can you make reggae music? You're tainting reggae music. This is disgusting. How are you bring in this business into reggae? Um, and the silence that I saw from a lot of reggae artists that I deeply respect was mm. deafening. Yeah. Even the artists... So Leela is basically managed by this other reggae artist called Protégé, and he is um, quite a big reggae artist. He's on Who mm-hmm. Knows with Chronics and... Um, yeah, like he is basically her manager. His silence said a lot to me. Chronix's mm. silence 
said a lot to me because these are people who, and you know me, like I love yeah. reggae, yeah. love chronics. So the fact that these people were so quiet about what was going on, about the fact that Leela didn't feel safe. Yeah, yeah. Because, and basically the reason why she had to come out like that, I didn't even give the full context, is because I think someone has a picture of her with yeah. a woman. So she wanted to get in front of that and basically tell people before they released a picture, which being blackmailed and having to come out that way is yeah, no one crazy. should have to come out like that. Yeah. No one yeah. should have to say anything like that. Yeah. But the fact that she was blackmailed and had to come out to millions of people yeah. in a community that's not welcoming yeah. to people who are queer yeah. must have been terrifying. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think my main issue with that story is the way that people associate it with Rasta and that you can't bring queerness into Rasta because yeah, it's yeah. it's inherently anti-Rastafarianism yeah, yeah. when actually the love is the real thing yeah. that binds the, the two of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that it was a hard week for that reason for me. And also, as I said, as someone who is queer, I am in a loving relationship with a woman I love dancehall and reggae. Mm -hmm. A lot of my family are Rasta. I was brought mm -hmm. up that way. That was one of the things I had to battle with when I came yeah. out. I was like, how how closely can I associate with this community when actually they want me to die? Yeah. Because of who I love. And even yeah. one of the my internet mates who I've been friends with since I was like 17, never met him in person. Mm -hmm. He's a Rasta, recently moved to Ethiopia because that's like the whole part of... Amazing. Yeah. So me and him talk every now and then. We used to follow each other on Twitter. I had to soft block him because oh. he decided to wake up on Thursday morning and choose violence and tweet a whole stream of homophobic <sighs> consciousness. And I said, sorry, bro, you can't stay here. Yeah. You literally yeah. can't stay here because I That's don't know so if he knows that I'm queer, but mm -hmm. I was so disappointed yeah. that he would choose that violence because he is our age. I think he's even yeah. younger. Like, I think he's a couple of years younger. So it's not about age, yeah. especially yeah, yeah, when yeah, we yeah. think about dancehall, reggae, Jamaica, homophobia. Yeah. It's not about age. So you can't yeah. be like, you know, in this country, like, oh, the racism will die out with the next couple yeah, of generations. Yeah, 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 you can't yeah. say that because yeah. every generation is reinforcing the same hateful yeah. f like feelings. And, and that's the scariest part. And I think for me, and I mean, we could talk about religion specifically forever. And I know we don't talk about religion on here for many reasons. Yeah. But I think that like it's it's so hard when people are using religion predominantly in in this instance like christianity to um justify homophobia mm. i can't i can't i i can't mm. like i can't understand i can't make sense of it when you know if we if you're going to talk about things that are sins um, like all all sin is equal. First of all, so if you're even going to talk about that I as know, a sin, right. then then you lying to your parents is also a sin. But mm -hmm. you're not saying people that lie to their parents should die. Yeah. So do you know what I mean? Like let like if we're gonna keep it so real, like let's not do that. And I think that is what's scary when when it's the homophobia is ingrained in the culture and the, cult, the religion is ingrained into the culture and religion is forbidding being queer. It's then all ingrained into one and that's why they can so easily say, like, 
it's it's against Jamaica and it's against it's it's the devil. They're just tying it all up into one. That's the difficult thing. If maybe religion wasn't so ingrained in Jamaica, mm-hmm. then you're kind of only dealing with with one side of it and you can only tackle like let's just get it out of the culture do you know what I mean like if we even look at racism for example that we just use like racism is no longer justified um by religion in this Mm -hmm. country anymore so we are just tackling it being ingrained into British culture but we're not we're not still having to tackle it against as like white equals goodness which is why the angels are depicted as white and all bad Mm -hmm. things are depicted as black in case you guys didn't know that, but yeah, that's why. Um, Since the middle middle ages, mate. Right. So do you know what I mean? But whereas in Jamaica, it's religion and the culture and everything since ingrained in. That is why it just feels like how how do we break this cycle? Who 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 are going to be the educators? Because in in other stuff, it's like Gen Z that are educating and allowing people, but where there's not even enough safe spaces to even facilitate even the conversation, like you said, um, Spice hasn't even come out. <laughs> Spice is not even saying hi, guys. I'm a queer woman, and I'm gonna perform at at Toronto Pride, and this is the level of backlash she's getting. So where mm. even is the safe space to even, even as allies, which is our duty to, to, you know, do you know what I mean, to protect and try and facilitate these conversations? It's not even safe for allies to do it. Mm. So how are queer people themselves? How are the queer community able to even facilitate these discussions and just mm. like talk about their existence in a safe way? Do you it's, know what it's I think? Awful. I actually think that the the role of allies in a country like Jamaica and in culture like reggae and dancehall mm. is so much more important than it is over here. Yeah, because yeah, 100%. If you have enough celebrities like Spice who are willing to put their neck on the line mm-hmm. to support queer people, yeah. that will start, even if it's just changing two people's opinion, it yeah. will start to shift things when yeah. it's not safe for people, for queer people to live in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah Like, the yeah. fact that one of Leela Ike's biggest things when she was talking was that she doesn't feel safe in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And one of the mm-hmm. things I really wished for her that week was that she could get out of Jamaica. And because yeah. she's a celebrity, yeah. she can afford to do that. Yeah. So I yeah. hope that she's been able to. Jada Kingdom, when she's posting her girlfriend up and down, she's in Miami. Yeah. She's not in Jamaica anymore. Yeah. So, so when we're thinking about where queer people can exist safely right now yeah. jamaica is not the place like yeah. there's um yeah. an instagram page called equality ja which i think is amazing i've been following it for years now Ooh, and I'm it, follow them. they're so good like they talk about queerness from a jamaican lens and they have like mm. some of their posts are in patois for example um mm-hmm. like they do like events online and events in jamaica and people are allowed to come as their authentic selves that That's is amazing. rare like that yeah. is very very yeah. rare um yeah. and not it's grassroots organizations like this that do mm-hmm. the work but yeah. when it comes to queer people actually standing up for ourselves in hateful countries like jamaica yeah. we can't be expected to be leading the fight on this yeah, because it's all. not it's at literally all. not safe yeah 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 it's a lot it, but it, it is yeah. a lot it, it is very very difficult and um it it really speaks to where we're at as a culture mm-hmm. um and like you said, it is the fact that religion is so ingrained. Like you have, mm-hmm. re- not only do you have religion, you have 
conservatism concern yeah yeah i think like yeah. jamaica whether people like it or not there can be in as many women as head topping as, as you want <laughs> but jamaica is a very conservative country i'm telling Extremely. you people see two to head top and they think that we're just flinging batty everywhere bro, we are a very bro, conservative country bro, so that the day that i went religion. to church in Jamaica yeah. and I wasn't wearing cardigan I wasn't covering my shoulder and my auntie told me you better go back inside and find the cardigan I was, I was wearing a pretty blouse okay <laughs> and I, there was just shoulder it wasn't no v-neck I was, I was dressing correct for yeah. church and she's telling me, where's your cardigan? In in, in 28 degree in weather. England. <laughs> right. In England. Yeah, my cardigan is, is in Andy. England, darling. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. Real. Yeah, it is. And do you know what? That is, that is the misconception. I think like people don't realise, yeah, the conservatism and how strict it, it is over there with certain things. And, and yeah, that definitely plays a massive part, a massive part. Mm, yeah and and i don't i don't honestly know when there's going to be change i honestly don't yeah. but one thing that i i'm interested to see how it how it pans out and how it develops mm-hmm. is the more people because i don't know why jada kingdom came out when she did mm-hmm. i don't know if it was because of the leela thing but or because of the spice thing but mm-hmm. if we see more and more celebrities who can afford their own safety in the jamaican yeah. dance hall and reggae space coming out and being their true selves or being allies yeah hopefully the more people will realize that we're like so i can't just cancel the whole genre like I've got, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe i should actually face my homophobia yeah potentially yeah. that could be the next step or it could be that all of them move out of jamaica and they decide to not invest in the community anymore because they feel hated by their community which would just be devastating but understanding yeah because i think even coffee for example i mean she mm-hmm. hasn't come out yet but i mean I think people, I think people um, I mean. are speculating, <laughs> let's just say. Like, even when Leela came out, people were like, so is coffee next? Like, what's like, I'm like screaming. that? And I did do a little giggle because I thought, Michaela, we do know. Um, <laughs> but, you know, all in your own time, darling, all in your own time. Like, I think she lives in the UK now. Like, a lot of the stuff oh, that really? I've seen is her in the UK. She goes back to Jamaica to record music videos, but that's about it. So oh. when we're thinking about safety, mm-hmm. it warms my heart that people feel like they can be themselves abroad. Yeah. Yeah, but it yeah. breaks my heart that they feel like they have to leave Jamaica yep. to be themselves. And then thinking about the people who can't leave Jamaica, can't. yeah, yeah, how yeah. they're having to live in order to just stay alive breaks yeah. my heart. Yeah, it is. It's the worst. I just, we can only hope and pray that there will be change. I don't know when, mm. I don't know how, um, but yeah, we just, I think definitely allies this is this is time to step forward um and i think like more moves like what spice has done is definitely going to have a positive impact Mm -hmm. they just need to be those that are allies or just just simply even those that aren't homophobic will just do. Do you know what I mean? You don't even need to be an ally at this point. What an ally is is being boiled down to now as long as you're not racist, not homophobic, that's an ally. We shouldn't really have these terms anyway because everyone should literally be what is an ally. But if we're going to define it, then just don't be homophobic. (laughs) Yeah, literally. um, Yeah, those are those that need to stand up and support. um, And like you said, deal with their own and, and, and... tackle their own homophobia and and that's the only way we're going to make progress 
Yeah, um, especially, sorry, just to add no another kind of layer, especially the pedal stool that music has in Jamaica. Oh. That's the other thing that adds yeah. to this. People see Jamaican artists literally like gods, mm-hmm. literally. And I think that's... Yeah, and that's the other really complex thing about it. We spoke about, like, how it's in the culture, it's in religion, and it's in the music, like... Mm artists when we when, like people are, will die back in the day and i'm sure it still happens now people die on the line for saying free gaza free gully in the wrong yeah. place do you know what i mean like with artists it's it's a real serious thing so that's that's the other thing it needs to be these artists that they're they're idolizing they need to be the ones that say look the way we've been thinking is not correct mm. that's the only way that there'll be change yeah yeah um yeah, but I think the only way that that can happen is if these artists decide to be active allies. Yeah, yeah. And not yeah. just be passive and be like, okay, I'm not going to retweet that homophobic shit. Like, yeah. to actively stick up for the people yeah. who they need to be defending. Um, yeah. Protégé, I'm speaking to you. Chronix, I'm speaking to you. Everyone right. who was in the regular community and didn't stick up for Leela, I'm speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Because I think... That was unacceptable, if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, like, the idea that... Um, artists are held on such a pedestal and they can't mm-hmm. do no they can't they can do no wrong i think mm-hmm. it's a really interesting one because even when leela came out a lot of the comments that i saw were about her not being a real reggae artist and she actually preempted that people were going to say that because in a, in a few of her tweets she was like i still make reggae don't get it twisted mm-hmm. i still make reggae just because i like women yeah. i still make yeah. this music like my lyrics yeah. are still real you liked my lyrics two hours ago yeah i do yep. not like them yep. now um, yeah. And it is that whole idea of like this person, when you're a reggae or dance, dance or artist, you are a reggae or dance or person. You embody yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, culture yeah, yeah. that you can't possibly do anything that is against that because that you are the embodiment like, yeah. of it. Yeah. And I think that's why people feel like they can't step out and be allies or anything because they are embodying and carrying on their backs a whole culture, a whole history of yeah, music yeah. that they feel like they can't deviate from because yeah. the fallout will be too much it will be yeah. even worse than the benefit they would get from defending people because yeah. that is more yeah. long term they can't yeah. see long term whereas spice clearly said look i've got my tv show i've got my man i've got my kids literally, i've got my houses literally. i don't care right. about you lot right. you lot can get upset as much as you like even when she did her yeah. live and she told for the hype that you had 24 hours to take the post down she was like sorry i'm traveling like i don't have the time for this like I, you I'm better screaming. take it down and then that's when she cussed him out because he didn't take it down um but it is interesting and i think one thing that um so me and my babes are going on holiday soon to an african country Um, (laughs) and i remember like when all this stuff happened i was like shit you know we haven't googled like how queer friendly this place is and i was like for fuck's sake but luckily i googled it and it's one of the most like tolerant places in Africa to go so I'm very very happy about that I mean that's not to say that we're going to be able to go around holding hands but at least our lives won't be at risk which is really nice to know literally Um, and you know when you know when we're black and we're traveling places and you say traveling while black traveling while queer yeah and it adds another google search why did I have to do that google I'm going to a black country that's fantastic but I still had to google how they treat queer people yeah like it's another layer is it safe to go here as a woman is it safe to go here as a black person is it safe to go here as a queer person like fucking hell the list just goes on doesn't it bruv so um yeah I mean I say all of that to say 
there's complexity in identity. Mm-hmm. And I I empathise, I don't know if I can say this with meaning it, but I think I do mean it. I empathise mm-hmm. with the people who do want to be allies, especially in reggae and dancehall, but don't feel like mm-hmm. they can because of whatever fallout they're going to get. I empathise. I don't think it's the yeah. right thing to do, but I yeah, see where yeah, they're coming yeah. from. Yeah. Um, because it is difficult. Your whole career could be on the line. Yeah. Um, but also, someone's whole life could be on the line, so which right. one is probably Literal better to life. Lose. Literal life, yeah. 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 But how, just as a quick question, like as a mm-hmm. reflection before we wrap up, like how does mm-hmm. it make you feel as an ally who has a queer best friend when mm-hmm. you see that other people aren't allying as allies should i find it like it's a hard question because i like to i'd like to think that i'm not just an ally because you're my best friend and Mm. you're queer Mm -hmm. and i i don't think i am i think that you have advanced my ally journey Mm. (laughs) um but that is because I feel like I have a window into the queer community. Yeah. And it makes me realise more just how unjust things are mm. and just how I'm like, no, that just doesn't make sense. No, that's just not fair. No, that's just not right. That's just so it, it gives me a window and it makes me and I'm I'm the kind of person that I don't like unjust things anyway. Yeah. Um so in my nature I'm more like, but why are we doing this guy? But why do we hate? Mm. Um but I guess with other people, oh, it's hard. It's hard because people are on their different journeys and have different understanding of things. But I think that something like this, I do just think you just can't really be quiet about. And I mm. I just think it's it's even as simple as just pulling people up when they say problematic things or having a conversation like you know that's not really funny you know you can't say and I do it to people all the time and people are like oh fucking hell Olivia and I'm like yeah mm. but hun sorry I'm like we're not doing that even, people, even when people do a joke and they're like it's a safe space I'm like not when you're an ally sorry yeah. <laughs> and I always say to people and they're like fucking hell Olivia but that's just what it has to be so I think that like I don't think I've answered your question sorry but no I think you have yeah I think I think people have to go on their individual journeys but I think you have to, and I know obviously we spoke about this on the episode with Jerry, but you have to separate it from yourself. And as much as maybe me speaking out about something or questioning someone or pulling something up might be scary, I don't really have anything to lose because it's not my identity that's at threat here. Mm. It is for someone that's quit and it is for you. So mm. I would much rather have the backlash because... If anything, it's going to be a bruise to my ego or a, a little bit of a bruise. And I think, man, why do they argue so hard with me? But mm. it's not going to make me question my identity as a person. Do you know what I mean? Or it's not going to attack my identity as a person. They're yeah. just going to think, fucking hell, Olivia, calm down. Absolutely. Yeah. For no, you, I it will be something you. completely different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I guess it's like the selflessness of it. And yeah, we did speak about that um, in episode 34 with Jerry. It's we want the Hakkasan. Um, so... Yeah, I I think it is an interesting discussion to dis, like to think about considering mm-hmm. we're on the other side of the Atlantic and we're yeah. viewing <laughs> the culture from the outside, but also yeah. we're somewhat within it as well because mm-hmm. um, word to white yardie, we are Jamaicans. When did right. we decide we were Jamaicans when we came out of <laughs> our mother's womb? So that's when we right. decided. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I, yeah, I mean, I hope 
that I've made sense in this episode because this has been on my heart a lot like for Mm -hmm. a long time and I knew I wanted to speak about it but I just didn't know how to say it in a way that was articulate and Mm -hmm. really explain the complexity of how I feel specifically because of the way I was raised and my identity yeah Yeah. so yeah if you want to hear someone more articulate speaking about it go and listen to Jerry um from another bisexual woman's perspective um but yeah should we do some affirmations Let's do some affies, honey. Some affies. Okay, so I'm going to pull one from the Dripping in Melanin affirmation deck. Mm -hmm. Um, And this one says, I am multidimensional and magic exists in my being. I am royalty. Yes, I I love that. And you truly are multidimensional. And we've literally discussed your intersectionality in this episode. So that is truly you yes it is truly me um even google searches and all um, <laughs> um and my second one is from kalechi's uh, spiritual seasoning for the soul deck it's number 38 which i don't believe we've had before and it yeah. says upon all the things you think you may have done wrong in this life the angels still celebrate you every single day oh. and it says ultimately you're perfect because you are made in the image of the divine this is why the angels continue to celebrate you despite your perceived missteps they remember your divinity so when will you oh i love that love that love i really that. really love that um i have two from the dripping and melanin pack the first one is um the first one is i am worthy of the best and i am now allowing myself to accept it yes um, and i love that and i want to dedicate that to all the people um that are just around the world. Oh, everyone. Just around yeah. the world. Just around the world. You're worthy of the best and allow yourself to accept it. Word. Um, and the second one is the love I give so freely to others is the same love I choose to give back to myself with added tax. Mm-hmm. And I love that. And that speaks to me because that is really me, really. I give a lot of love. Um, and I should probably give it back to myself with added text as well. I completely um, agree. So yeah, I feel like this episode um, was a lot. It was it was heavy, and I thank you for sharing your thoughts on the pod. Um, we talk about a lot on here, and obviously for you guys, it's like my life, your entertainment. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Sometimes we'll talk about. Um, topics that are surface level for us sometimes it will be deep sometimes you guys might not even realize how deep it might be for one of us so um, yeah thank you for for emptying out your head um, and doing it so articulately as well thank you darling I thank you for facilitating a space where I felt like I could and yeah have the word vomit that I feel like I needed to (laughs) to process like how I'm actually feeling Mm-hmm. Appreciate that, honey. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. Um, if any of you have the solution to solving homophobia, um, it'd be fantastic <laughs> if you could message us. And where can they message us, Olivia? You can message us to solve world homophobia on Twitter, <laughs> Instagram, and Facebook at the Rebound Pod. You can hashtag the Rebound Pod to continue the conversation. You can also catch us dropping content on TikTok. 
Bye. At the Rebound Pod. So we are at the Rebound Pod on every single socials now. We have that name saved everywhere. So you will never mistake us. It will always be us. So please do be following us on there. Please do follow us on TikTok so we know that you're seeing the content. Like it, comment. We're still learning. Mm-hmm. I mean, TikTok is for the Ute Dem. Literally. Um, and we are no longer so, the Ute Dem. Do you know what I mean? So do follow us, support us. If there's any like cool TikTok ideas, I feel like we're a family, guys. I feel like you can tell us, do you know what I mean? And yeah. then we release it to the masses and then people are like, hey, that podcast so cool. But really it's because you guys told us, do you know what I mean? So, yep. Um, if you are obviously one of our wonderful, sexy, gorgeous, um, not homophobic listeners um, of Amazon Music or Apple Podcasts, then please do leave us a five-star rating and review. Make sure to follow us, click the bells, get the notifications for when the episodes drop on Thursday and a half. You can follow <laughs> Deja, send her love and money on her cash app. Deja underscore Rose. And you can follow me at Olivia Perlita. No, 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 no. <laughs> like that, yeah. like that. Ah, ah. Love that. Love that. <laughs> oh, dance all. Where would we be without you, honestly? Honestly. Oh, the glue that binds us. Anyway, right. guys. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Thank you so, so, so much for rocking with us this week and always. And we will catch you in the next one. Bye. Bye.